teacher friends, let's play a little game. This game is going to be super simple. I am going to give you six statements that describe a person. And I want to see if you can figure out exactly who I'm talking about based off of these six statements. Okay? So they're like clues and you are trying to figure out who is the mystery person. But here's the thing. All of the statements are going to start with I am. Okay? Here we go. Get your thinking cap on. I am part of a team. I am super creative. I am caring about humanity every single day. I am really patient. I am a person who loves kids. And finally, I am a teacher. Do you know the specific person I'm talking about? I'll go through those again. I'm part of a team. I'm super creative. I'm always caring about humanity. I'm really patient. I am somebody who loves kids and I am a teacher. Who is the mystery person? Do you have a prediction? Go ahead and lock in your hypothetical answer right here, right now. The answer to that mystery question is, it's you. Those statements are you. You are part of a team at a school. You are super creative. You care about humanity. You are patient. You love kids and you are a teacher. Now, the question is, what are those I am statements? What does this game have to do with this episode? And the answer is simple. This activity that we just did is absolutely something that you can do in your classroom with your students if you structure it in a really specific way. In this episode of This Teacher Life Podcast, we're going to be talking about one classroom activity that will blow your mind in a good way and is going to bring your relationships and your social emotional learning and your advisory or your morning meeting to a whole nother level. I recently did this on a Thursday, and if I'm being honest, it made it a thrilling Thursday in a super fun way, and the kids were like, oh my gosh, that was so fun. Can we do that again in the future? If you are interested in learning more, if you are interested on how all of this is going to piece together so you can use it to your advantage as a teacher, then stick around because we're going to have a ton of fun in this episode. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? 
Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. So recently in one of my Thursday morning classes, I handed each of my students a template that I had created. And on this template, there were six spaces. And it was a fill in the blank kind of thing. Each of the six spaces said, I am, and then there was an empty line. And I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a second and reflect in silence. This is an individual activity. And I want you to write the first six things that come to your mind when you are reflecting on yourself. Not what other people say about you, not what your parents think about you, not what you want for the future, but what you truly believe you are. I want you to write six I am statements. And it's open-ended. You can go in whatever direction that you want. But when you read the sentence, it should make sense as an I am statement. And then I stopped talking. And I let kids just marinate. They sat in silence and they really truly thought about what are the six things that I want to write down. And I'm telling you, you could hear a pin drop in the classroom. And when they were done with those, we moved on to the next part of the activity. But teacher tip, as they were writing down their six things, guess what I was doing? I was filling out my own template. I, as the teacher, was also writing down six things because I wanted to participate in this activity, this exercise with them. So I'm kind of curious. Let's hit pause for just one second. If you had to write six things down about yourself, what would they be? And whether you want to hit pause on this episode and physically write them down or you want to hit kind of pause in your brain and just say those six things out loud, what would your six things be? At the beginning of the episode, we kind of ran you through a hypothetical thing and surprise, the I am statement was you because I think those six things describe teachers, but I want to go even more specific. I don't, I don't want it to just to be like things about being a teacher. I want it to be really real and maybe even really raw and specifically about you as a unique, awesome individual. What are your six I am statements? So as kids were writing, I was writing, and then we looked at our template and we each had six things. So here's the next part of the activity. I said to them, I want you to look at your list. And we are going to categorize your list. The things that you wrote down are probably positive, negative, or neutral. Because I didn't say six positive things about yourself. I didn't say six critical things about yourself. I didn't say six facts about yourself. I just said, write six I am statements. So I want you to look at your list and how many of those things would you, not other people, not your friends, not your family, how many of those six things would you say, that's a really positive thing about me? How many of those things would you look at and say like, 
I, I don't love that about myself or I'd like to improve that. So maybe you, not other people, not me, not your friends, how many of those six things would you say lean more towards the negative end of things? And negative isn't always bad. It's just, it's the opposite of positive, okay? And how many of those things on the list would be neutral? They're neither positive nor negative. They're just facts. They, they just, they are what they are, okay? So now I gave students time to kind of reflect. And they could make a key like P for positive or like a smiley face for positive. I let them code it however they wanted. And what was really interesting is we had some kids write down six what they considered positive things. We had other students write down six what they would consider negative things. We had some kids write down six just very factual, neutral things. We had some kids write down kind of a melting pot of those and they're just like, oh yeah, they're just some positive, some negative, some neutral. But it was a really interesting exercise for kids because I think what they first thought about says a lot, not about them as a person, but said a lot about what kind of day they were having, what kind of morning they had before they walked into my classroom. You see, the way that we're feeling and the way that we're thinking kind of snowballs, doesn't it? I know that you've experienced this. Like you had a really rough morning and you got caught by a train and your kids were a hot mess as you were dropping them off for school or you spilled your coffee all over your dress pants or you read an email that was bad news in the morning. And what does that do to us as teachers? It kind of creates this snowball effect of like, man, I I can't get momentum. Same thing is true if you had a great day in your classroom. Like everything went so well. When you got home, you were in a better mood. And maybe you're like, man, I'm going to go work out. And maybe I'm going to text my friends and check in on them. And maybe I am going to be kinder to my kids or my spouse or my significant other, right? Like oftentimes, the way that we feel in the moments dictates what we say about ourselves, what we think about ourselves, how we process information. And so the sixth statement that kids wrote gave me a really quick indicator of what kind of day or maybe even what kind of week they were having at that time. So I'm curious, if you go back to the six things that maybe you wrote or reflected about, what is your saying about you in this moment? Because this is something that I did with students. And if I looked at my six that I did on my thrilling Thursday, on the same day that that I'm describing in this episode, if I look at my list, I actually went six for six positive. But I know that if I did this on a different day, it might not have been six out of six positive. So where are you at? Where's your gauge? Are you having a thrilling Thursday in a really good way? Or are you having one of those, well, that was a thrilling Thursday? Even the way that we use our tone and our inflection and and that kind of thing, that changes things, doesn't it? And that's one of the whole points of this activity. If you haven't seen what's happening here, this is a fantastic way to process emotions. This I am activity is an awesome way to kind of just reflect and marinate and feel the feelings, to celebrate our successes, to look at what what areas we can grow in, to just throw out facts about like, hey, this is what I am. I am what I am. 
This is good self-realization and also good self-reflection. This is awesome for morning meeting, advisory, social and emotional learning. This is great for relationship building and connecting with kids on a life level. This is great for classroom camaraderie. And the cool thing is not even done yet because there's other parts to this activity. So I want to share with you some things that kids wrote in my class. I, I actually, uh, these are samples from my own students. One kid wrote down, I am loving. I am nice. I am funny. I am cool. I am talented. I am shy, parentheses, sometimes. I thought that was a really interesting list. Another student that I had said, I am right-handed fact. I am a seventh grader. Fact. I am a genius. Positive. I am a friend. Positive. I am a baller. Positive. Isn't that interesting? Like fact, I'm right-handed. I'm a seventh grader. I'm a genius. I'm a friend. I'm a baller. Such interesting just range of emotions there. Now, I want to throw out some other ones, and I picked these because these statements created a lot of conversation. This next list is not a list from one student. This list is just things that sparked incredible dialogue in my classroom. One student said, I am a cat person. And that created a really good conversation about pets and how some people aren't pet people. Like I claim no pets, no plants, just people. I don't, I don't do animals. I also can't keep a plant alive. I've never had a pet in my life. I've never kept a plant alive in my life. So I always say no pets, no plants, just people. One student said, I am a loner. And it's interesting because when we first hear that word, my initial instinct on that word is that has a negative connotation. But a student chose to share that out loud because part of the activity here is they looked at their six statements and we had a conversation. Pick one that you would like to talk about. And because there were six, it wasn't pigeonholing kids. Like they got to talk about whichever one they wanted to talk about. And I had a student raise their hand and immediately said, I'm a loner. And I remember the moment because I looked around the room and the kids were like, oh, wow. Why'd they choose to share that one? But I stayed neutral on this and I said to the student, thank you for sharing that. From your perspective, what, wh how did you categorize that? And I did anticipate the student to say in a negative way. But the student said, I actually think that that's a good thing. And I said, okay, thank you for sharing that. Tell me why. And they said, because when you're a loner, you don't get too close to people. Because sometimes when you get really close to people, they end up hurting you. But when you're a loner, you're actually really good friends with everybody. Everybody is cool if you sit at their table. Everyone is cool if you send them a Snapchat. Everyone just kind of likes you. And so you're in a lot of different social circles but you're never close enough to somebody to get hurt. And they saw that as a really positive thing. What an interesting analysis from a 12-year-old, right? That blew my mind. And so we talked a little bit about that. Followed by a student raised their hand and said, I'm a shoe head. 
And I'm going to be honest, when I heard that, I thought, I don't, I don't even know if that's school appropriate. I've literally never heard that. And a bunch of the kids laughed. And so I was like, uh-oh, I don't know what to do here. And I stopped the kids from laughing. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to better understand what that means. And they're like, you don't know what a shoe head is? And I was like, no. I said, wait, is it, I said, is that positive or is that negative? And the student said, oh, that's really positive. And I said, help me to understand what that means. And like a shoe head is somebody who loves shoes. Maybe they collect shoes or they're always wanting to get the newest shoes or they keep their shoes really clean. You just care a lot about shoes. And this is something I had never heard before. Like I needed to look that up in the Urban Dictionary, but it's legit. A shoe head is somebody who just loves shoes. I learned something new and the kid said, Mishenta, I think you're a shoe head. And so I'm here to tell you, teacher friends. I learned a new phrase and it turns out I fall into that category. I am a shoe head. I don't care a lot about material things, but I do love tennis shoes. So again, a great conversation. So once we had a conversation about this, I had kids pick one of the items from above. Like on the template, pick one of those I am statements. And I want you to draw a picture about that. Like, how would that I am statement be drawn? What would that look like? Even if it's stick figures or even if it's abstract, what would one of those I am statements look like if you just did a little drawing, did a little picture? And so all the kids got down to business drawing and it was so cool because they were describing what they were drawing. Some of them had little air bubbles above these stick figures' heads. It was really, really interesting to see, one, what they wrote, two, what they drew, and three, why they chose to draw the things in the picture. This activity absolutely blew my mind. It made my Thursday advisory classes absolutely thrilling in a good way. My students were loving the conversations. They were loving the activity. In fact, I brought it to a whole nother level. I want to show you one awesome remix to this. Because after the kids drew, we still had a little bit of time before the class period ended. So I turned this into I am Pictionary. I pulled a few popsicle sticks out of my popsicle stick can and I said, oh man, this is going to be fun because we're going to turn this into a little Pictionary activity. I'm going to give a few people 30 seconds to come up to the digital whiteboard and draw a picture. You cannot use words. You cannot use numbers. But you've got up to 30 seconds to draw something. And then as a class, you can buzz in and say buzz. And you can figure out like what was their I am statement. And so the kids were really into this and they were desperate to have their popsicle stick drawn. And we had a few kids come up and... I mean, the drawings weren't exceptional. I'm a terrible drawer too, so no judgment. But immediately the kids were buzzing in because this wasn't about Pictionary. You see, it became very personal Pictionary. Because not only were they trying to figure out what was in the drawing, they were also trying to figure out, does that make sense for my peer? So it was peer relation, personal Pictionary. Absolutely mind-blowing, absolutely thrilling, and absolutely aligned to some great social and emotional learning types of things. We were trying to relate to each other using pictures based off of reflections, based off of conversations. So we played a few rounds of the Pictionary 
And kids got really into that and they were keeping track of their own points. So it turned into like more than just an activity, more than just a template. It turned into this game. But at the end of it, it was not about points. It was not about playing. It was about people. And I want to ask you a reflective question right now. If the final bell rang for this school year, when that final bell would go off, would you say, wow, it has been 180 days of awesome in my classroom. I have spent the last 180 days building incredible relationships with students. And because kids felt safe and trusted and loved in my classroom, we learned a lot on a personal level and on a professional level with your content and curriculum. If the final bell rang today, Would your students leave your classroom knowing, hey, this was a good year? I might not have loved every single moment, but I could absolutely come back to this classroom because it is a safe place for me. And I feel like a loved, accepted individual human. I think that's kind of where we're at in the post-COVID era relationships and the social and emotional growth of our kids absolutely helps to dictate the growth that they make with state testing though I hate state testing it shows the growth that they've made as an individual it shows the growth that they have made in whatever you are teaching We understand that teaching at this point isn't about teaching kids. It's about reaching kids where they're at on a life level. And if you loved this activity, if you loved just this game and the reflections and how it turned into like peer positive Pictionary, whatever you want to call it, friend, I have 180 full lessons just like this. Whether you are an elementary teacher or a middle school teacher, I have 180 full full customized lessons that are called 180 days of awesome SEL. I bundled literally an entire year's worth of curriculum with discussion questions and links and activities and everything like what you just heard all for 180 days of the school year. If you haven't checked out 180 days of awesome SEL yet, this this is your reminder to go and do that. Because this is the kind of relationship building that can happen every single day. This is the kind of awesome that can happen every day. And you don't have to plan for it. You don't have to prep for it. You don't have to spend your precious teacher time figuring out what in the world you're going to do to make those sparks happen. I've done the work for you. And all you have to do is implement it using your teacher style. I am goal-oriented. I am focused. I am also energetic. I'm also super silly. And so I took all of the I am things that I am and I created something not for me, but for us. So what do I use in my classroom to make that kind of classroom culture come alive. What do I do to build relationships? I literally do exactly what I just described. And if you haven't heard the other episodes in this series, 
I did an episode on what I do on Mondays, what I do on Tuesdays, what I do on Wednesdays, and you guessed it, next week I'm doing an episode on what I do on Fridays. I am giving you the framework of exactly what I do using a sample week of 180 days of awesome SEL. In fact, you can check out the curriculum right now at monicagenta.com forward slash 180SEL. That's monicagenta.com forward slash 180SEL. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a direct link in the show notes as well. If you have loved this idea, I am confident you will love all 180 full lessons that are part of the 180 Days of Awesome SEL. I want your Thursdays to be thrilling, and I want you to feel 100% confident when the final bell rings for this school year that you are ready to charge into summer because you did everything you could do to teach and reach kids this year. I also want you to be proactive when the first school bell of next year rings. You feel super good because you're like, "Mm, I got 180 days of awesome SEL curriculum on my computer ready to go so I can just do this for the whole school year. I want you to know that I am thankful for you being a This Teacher Life podcast listener. I am thankful to have you as a fellow teacher. I am excited to hear what you do with this kind of activity. I am looking forward to hopefully hearing from some of you as you slide into my DMs and tell me about how this goes in your classroom. I am eagerly anticipating some of you trying this out and being like, girl, it works. I wish I would have purchased this sooner. I am very, very grateful to be living this teacher life with you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for being here with me, listening to this teacher life.